Do you believe in ghosts? Toy dolls can be a source of immense joy for some children, while at the same time they can be a source of great fear for others. However, is it possible that the fear of a doll could be caused by more than a simple irrationality within one's own mind? As always, visit ghost-stories.co.uk and vote for if you think tonight's story was adapted from fact or a pure work of fiction. You're listening to Ghost Stories, and this is My Doll, Their Doll. short break um just me and some friends and we stumbled across some old pawn shops like thrift stores charity shops so we decided to see if we could find any interesting antiques or quirky items we went into this dilapidated antique shop and while we were looking at the dusty old furniture i was drawn to this old doll i couldn't tell you exactly why i was drawn to it but something deep inside said i should buy it and take it home Now to say my friends thought it was creepy would be an understatement. So I decided to pack the doll away and to be honest I forgot about it until we got home. Upon returning from the trip I was excited to finally get a chance to have a proper look at this doll that had intrigued me so much. While playing around with it I noticed it had a voice box built in which seemed strange as it was a rather old doll to have that type of tech. But to be honest, I guess I just chalked it up to previous owners customising it, you know, like shoving a voice box from a modern doll into an antique doll. It wouldn't be that hard to do, I guess. Anyway, like I said, the voice box was strange. It had a small set of phrases and sounds it would use regularly. Something like laughs or saying mama. But occasionally it would come out with something and then never say it again. It would be mega creepy at the time. For example, one day my niece was over and she was messing with the doll and it was repeatedly laughing when she squeezed it until it suddenly muttered, when is she leaving? which was weird, but we never really thought much of it at the time. One night, about a week after getting home, I was in bed, and I could swear that I could hear crying coming from the doll, but every time I turned on the light to look at it, it would stop. It was driving me insane, happening so often, I thought it must all be in my head. It continued to happen on and off for about two weeks. I'd go to bed, doll would weep, I'd turn on the light, but not a peep. I even tried moving it, and still I could hear the doll's faint cry just some nights. Worst of all, no matter how much I tried, I couldn't get the doll's voice box to replicate the crying sounds. I just couldn't make any sense of it, 
Was it me? Was it a malfunction? Or was it something paranormal? I heard about this app you can get for your phone and it acts a bit like a spiritual medium and even though I was a bit sceptical, I decided I would download it and give it a go. I was at the point where I would try anything. So I ran the app and it did a whole bunch of random stuff before it eventually gave me a full name. I prefer not to share the actual name it gave, so let's just say it was Maggie. I felt some sense of relief, although it was short-lived, as after some research I found out the name was irrelevant to the doll. The doll's name was Little Minnie, and Maggie seemed to have no apparent connection whatsoever. The crying seemed to settle a little, but then the worst thing yet happened about two weeks later. I had a friend stay the night so they could experience it to prove I'm not crazy, or, or maybe even to prove that I was. So we went to bed, and I'd estimate around 2am the crying began clear as day. My friend tapped my arm, and with a tremble in her voice she whispered, Your doll is crying. Without missing a beat, the crying stopped, and a voice from across the room aggressively replied, I'm Maggie's doll, not your doll. Looking back, I probably should have just got rid of the doll. But instead, I stored it away after that night. I didn't hear the crying for about three weeks. However, I didn't really get much peace as I continued to see the doll in my dreams, crying, demanding Maggie. I couldn't really take it anymore. At that point, I did finally try to get rid of it, but I couldn't bring myself to do it. I don't know why, but I almost felt guilty. Almost like if I threw the doll away, I felt like I'd be like her previous owners who just tossed her aside. I don't know why, but I cared. I told my friend about the dreams, and about how the doll would just cry and demand Maggie. Now looking back, I know I made a lot of dubious decisions, but I honestly can't explain what was driving me. We decided the best thing to do would be to try a Ouija board. Looking back, it really wasn't the cleverest of moves, and I probably wouldn't do it again. We devised a makeshift board out of pieces of paper cut up with letters written on them. We sat in a dark candlelit room with the doll present. We touched our hands to the glass and asked, What is your name? Nothing happened. So then we asked, Is there a spirit trapped in this doll? Nothing. Finally we asked, where did you come from? Nothing happened, at first. After a moment, the glass started to move. I half expected it to just ignore the question and spell out Maggie, but it slowly spelt the name of a town. Whilst not very helpful, it did feel creepy. Well, I initially thought it wasn't helpful until I thought about what the doll said, I'm Maggie's doll. 
Maybe if I did a search on the internet for Maggie and then the location, I'd finally be able to find something. I honestly didn't think it would return anything. Literally the first result in the search was a news story about a girl named Maggie from the same town who went missing in the late 1940s. I would have assumed nothing more than a coincidence if it weren't for the fact that in the background of the picture of her was the doll. It was a sad story, but I was intrigued by it. I studied it and I learned that the girl turned up alive and well a few years later. I felt that whatever was driving the doll clearly wanted to be returned to Maggie. However, my research showed that Maggie had passed away a few years earlier. But I managed to track down some of her relatives, her grandchildren I believe, and I went to see them. Upon meeting them, I explained how they didn't know me, but I was interested in the story of their grandmother, and that I might have an item of hers that they may want returned. They seemed to be very kind, polite people, and they invited me in so I could tell them more. I went right back to the start and explained how I found the doll, how it would cry and how I got the name and location and eventually tracked them down. In all honesty, I didn't expect them to believe a complete stranger with this far-fetched story. But when I finished telling it, they just sat uncomfortable and pale, as if they'd just seen a ghost. We sat there in an awkward silence for what felt like forever, until I probed, Well, what do you think? Her grandson cleared his throat and calmly said, You know how our grandmother went missing? Yeah, I cautiously replied. He looked at me and with a straight face said, Well, she claimed she ran away to escape an evil doll. We sat again in silence. I felt awkward and terrified until a sound suddenly came from my bag. The sound of the doll laughing like it had never done before. Was this a true tale of a terrifying doll or nothing more than a fictitious fantasy dreamt up in someone's mind? I don't know about you, but I won't be spending any time alone with any dolls in the near future. That's all for this week, but for show credits, be sure to visit ghost-stories.co.uk and vote for if you think My Doll Their Doll was based on fact or a pure work of fiction. And be sure to visit us on Facebook by searching for Ghost Stories, the podcast. Now, we'll leave you the preview of our next episode. And don't stop asking. Do you believe in ghosts? I was just thinking about how weird it is that, that no one else remembered him. I mean, he was there. And and it was weird. Just as I started thinking about it again, I heard some, some rustling in the trees. And I thought it was the dog, but the dog came up behind me. And dog's fearless. I mean, he won't run away from anything. He'll go. And his tail was between his legs.